Good evening. Welcome back to another podcast. We've so far covered car paint, which ones are associated with different things so far in my last podcast. Car sizing, which ones are good, which ones are bad. But now I thought, let's take it to a new level. And, you know, let's uncover another layer. I'm thinking that each car has their own season. Why is this, you may ask? Well, let's get into this. So far, convertibles best fit summer. Because when you think of summer, you think of convertible, beaches, cold air coming in through your car. And that's why convertibles best fit it. The beach, spending time, longer hours because it stays out late. And you're thinking of the warm air. And the best car for convertibles that I think really says summer strong is the Volkswagen Beetle. But now the Germans have stopped making them, but the toy companies haven't. Well, only Tommy Cud discontinued it. Majorette, I think they're going to be around for a lot longer, which is good because they are kind of the best way to say summer. For any of you people who are from Germany, you probably agree with me. Now, the best The next season of cars that I think are associated with each other well is winter and Jeeps and or Jeeps and off-roading cars. Why is this? Because they have big tires and both green light, green light, Matchbox, Hot Wheels, Tomica on their older models, of course, for Tomica have made big wheels. And what the big wheels look like is it looks like it was made to be you are made for snow weather, summer weather as well, but more for snow weather, for like rougher terrain, and they just fit hand in hand. Like Tommy Mitsubishi Pajero has the thick off-roading wheels, the original ones. Now they don't make the Pajeros anymore because this is Tomica. Once a model goes, they completely scrap the idea and they don't bring it back as a new model yet. Which, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. If anyone works for Tomica and they're in Japan right now who are listening to this, I'd say bring back the Tomica Mitsubishi Pajero, the next model, because that car was pretty interesting. But anyways, the off-roading cars are more for winter. Now, we have two more seasons. We have fall and we have spring. So let's talk about spring. Spring, the best car is the best, well, not best car, but the best um, type of car that best fits spring is the hatchbacks. Now, why you're thinking that is because they're small. They're made more for spring. They're made to enjoy them more in that weather where it's warm. You want to go in something a little bit smaller. They're a little more faster. You don't have the windows rolled down yet. It's almost summer. I mean, they're the kind of cars that best describe spring. Now fall. Fall is more of the standard trucks and SUVs that aren't made for off-roading because it rains a lot. There's a lot of leaves and it's more of a stormy weather and bigger trucks more suit that because there's times when um, in the states where it floods and the trucks Sometimes the tr- if when the flooding is not too, too bad, the trucks can get through. And it's just, it seems more appropriate to have trucks and normal SUVs as a fall thing. And yes, also their colors too. 
trucks generally have the dark and SUVs have darker colors, while the hatchbacks have the spring colors. The the convertibles nowadays they used to have the fun colors. Nowadays they're going to silver, gray, and black. Why is why is this happening to any of you guys who work there? I mean seriously, why why can't we have fun colors on our cars? Does it hurt that much to spend a little more money and add these colors? I mean, come on, people. We want more colors on our cars that we collect. Anyways, the other car that you would think is more winter is the Jeep. And yes, Jeeps and those off-roading cars. Jeep's the only car that can has both summer and winter because they come in bright colors, but then their tires are big. So they're more, they look more like they're made for winter. And that's why it's best suited there. But yes, pretty much, that's pretty much the season aspect of it. And the colors too, because there are, there are SUVs that do come in nice colors. There are cars that come in different colors. But this is not an episode about colors. This is about um, which type of car fit which type of season. And yes, now you may be thinking, well, now that we're finished this, this is, is it the end of the podcast? No. Let's also talk about, or now that we talked about that, we've, we've talked about quality in the past, but we should also talk about what makes good quality. For good quality, you don't necessarily have to have a completely metal car. Like, Greenlight, I don't know where their heads are with that. I mean, it would be good if they just did, like, the how they used to, where it was metal and plastic, because... The wheels, the base never fell off of that. Nowadays with Greenlight, which is basically just Johnny Lightning with another brand, because they don't want to be associated with their failure Johnny Lightning brand, of course, has made Greenlight. And they're doing all metal, which, you know, it's not too, too bad. But if they're going to do it, at least do this properly. Like one of the cars I got, which was the Volkswagen Beetle, the collectible type that was white during Christmas time. The base on it, they didn't put the welding point things in. I'm not sure what those screws are called. Anyways, when I pulled it out to take a closer look at it, it all completely came apart on me. Like the wheels fell out, the silver bumpers fell out, the insides fell out, and the interior fell out. Which, hey, it shows. It, it shows that an American company has no quality. Where with the Japanese, you don't see that. Another thing that if I think the Americans could do better with their cars is instead of doing these stupid plastic containers and saying, oh, wow, we have environmental issues, you should do what the Japanese do and just use cardboard boxes because that's more simple and it's not, and you don't really need to look at your car um, at the thing. You can just look at the picture of the box to know what you're getting. I mean, that would be so much better than wasting plastic, wasting useless plastic that you just, it's a one-time use that you throw away. I mean, if you're going to, if you want to use plastic, make those boxes, those display cases that you can reuse rather than make using the plastic that you can't use because that's just stupid. And the Japanese, I think, want greener, so they're doing that. And they're right with doing that is what I say because... If you use cardboard boxes, one, you can reuse them over and over and over again. Two, they're not harmful for the environment. For most of you who didn't know it, cardboard can actually be composted. And three, 
it's it takes up less space when you have the plastic things like even hot wheels green lights they're big and you throw them and if you want to like reuse them as carrying containers later they take up space and they're really not worth it and at the same time they're not the plastic they're not really that good i mean there's a lot more with that that i can go on about but that's going to be for tomorrow's episode now the next issue with um or greenlight is that the way they do their cars aren't the greatest like i mentioned the the bases fall out basically the issue is is their quality lacks i mean if it would cost them a little more but they could probably do this which is go have a quality test thing where they can test their qualities before they sell it because then it could be better and then you wouldn't hear me complaining about it but then again they people just want to make in america it seems just want to make the cheapest car and sell them they don't care if they fall apart because once you buy them and they fall apart it becomes your problem which is stupid you don't see it on the japanese brands like tamika the best brand that i've had so far the one that's the top brand they don't fall apart yes i've opened a few of them up because i need the ones I bid it on because I needed to change the wheels. I needed to do a bit of work on the inside, even clean up the inside. But they're easy. One, they're easy to work with, unlike green light, which is completely hard to work with and almost impossible. And two, they the Tommy cuts. Once you open them, they're super simple to close, and they don't require a lot of work. With green light, okay, I tried to close it once. It didn't work. So I ended up having to hot glue gun the whole thing shut, which is stupid. I mean, if you're going to make a car and then it's going to have issues and then someone else needs to work on it, it should be made with just normal screws like the star head where you can open it when you need to and close it when you need to. I mean, how hard is it to make to add these features? I mean, it would be much better if we had access to opening and closing our cars because then if something breaks on it, or if something needs to be replaced or changed, it would be much easier than throwing away a whole car just because of a small issue. I mean, we live in times where people want less litter, but how can you do it if you're making these smaller cars um, like crap? Or if you're making smaller cars like crap and you're making it so that no one but them can work on it. I mean, think about it this way. You buy... You go to the store. Let's say you find, um, for example, you find a Chrysler 300 that you really like in white. And you bring it home. It's a green light brand because, you know, green light makes these things. You open it up because you want to display it. Bam. A piece falls off on it and you need to open it up to fix it. But you try, But then you look at the bottom and there's no screws. So your only option really is drilling it open, which is kind of dumb whereas as if you did like some brands like there's another brand that i believe is um, japanese where they added screws at the bottom that was so much better because every, if there's ever an issue with the car all i do is unscrew the car open it and i'm able to access it and repair it where green light and ollie even um even Tomica does this, uh, makes it a weld thing where you have to drill straight through it, which is annoying. But, you know, for Tomica, you don't expect problems unless they're used. And when they are used, 
they, they're easy to drill open and they're easy to close. That's why I, I try to avoid nowadays green light. And this is why you should too. If you guys listening in from Europe, listen to me. If you see green light on the shelf, run. Don't touch it. If you see green light, Majorette and uh, Tomica, and you want to, and you absolutely want to collect the car, go with Tomica. They're better. They may not be the car you want, okay? But they'll last long. They'll outlast your green light, and you'll be more satisfied with it in the end. And that's basically the end of tonight's episode. Join me again tomorrow, and let's talk about the trucks and the bigger cars because they need. To, they're also cars that you can collect, and they also have a podcast videos about them.